Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Say welcome to Parent Quest. Welcome to Papa Question Pill Ma. Okay. What's the difference between parenting now and parenting back in the 90s? What things were acceptable back then? What would parents be more skeptical of their kids doing nowadays? I mean, for instance, surfing on the internet back in the 90s, the, the dangers of it were nothing compared to the dangers of today. Letting your kids grow run around outside, run around the block, hang out with their friends past dark uh, out in the neighborhood is, is something that was acceptable back then, whereas today, uh, you would be worried if your kid ran down the street by themselves or rode their bike around the block by themselves. Things are way different now, and that's kind of what we're talking about on this week's episode of Parent Quest. Uh, Jordan Dean, uh, a friend of mine, joins me to talk about this. He's not a parent we kind of discuss the ins and outs of things that we were allowed to do as kids compared to what we were allowed to, what, what, what our kids would be allowed to do now. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a little different from what I normally do, but different's fun. So yeah. I, I think for listeners, uh, you know, they're used to having a parent with me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and since you're not a parent, I thought maybe we could reminisce in the past, although you are a few years younger than me. Um, I looked online, and this last week I posted a picture of a like mid-90s Ford Aerostar. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that. Uh, ugly van, but probably one of the best vans of the 90s. Minivans. I think. And so that kind of stirred up the idea of like things that are famous in the 90s, things that are like nostalgic things of the 90s. And then that stood out to me of like 15 things every parent did in the 90s. (laughs) That's fair. I don't remember much from the 90s, but I got plenty of stuff to talk about in the 2000s. Well, so we can hit just different areas. Um, Sure. I'm actually looking off a website. Uh, what did '90s kids do? Uh, let's see. So the website that I'm looking at is uh, bustle.com. I don't know. It was one of the top Google results. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna go through some of the stuff, and we can just tie in different things. And okay. Uh, uh, before we start, I'm gonna go grab a drink and a pair of headphones. Oh, we've started, baby. We started. Wait, we've started. Oh, just go ahead. Go ahead. I'll cut. I'll I'll zip forward to you. Okay. I apologize. Back. No, you're fine, man. All right, Jordan. Uh, so I, I pulled up the wrong website, and I I apologize in advance. I feel like my nose is congested, and hopefully there's not a whole lot of weird sounds coming through. No, no, you sound uh, great. I'll try to try try step away from the microphone. But the website that I pulled up earlier was militaryspouse.com. Nice. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's also one of the top Google searches for, like, 90s parent things whatever mm-hmm. uh it is 15 things parents did in the 90s that no parent would do today oh 
And I think there's things in the 2000s that we can incorporate as well. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know if we'll have time to go through all these. Uh, the episodes usually last about 30 minutes or so. Okay. Um, but I'm going to start with the first one. And, sure. And uh, I'll give you an example of it. Uh, so number one is they let their kids play on questionable playground equipment. Uh, I'm. Are we discussing this now? Yeah. We'll okay. go through each one to discuss. Okay. I'm, and if you think of something like that you did when you were younger that you don't do now, then you can bring it up as well. Well, play on playgrounds is definitely one thing that I do not do anymore as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly game on my computer and play on the Fortnite playground, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. kidding. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't really care about you know kids you know playing on playgrounds or whatever, rolling around in the dirt. Do what you need to do in order to build up your immune system. Obviously, I, you should vaccinate your kids before you do that. But in order to help build up their immune system, they should be ex- mildly exposed to these things in order for their body to become used to them. So I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, aside from playing, like, outside, I, I feel like looking back in, at the 90s and even earlier than that, parents would send their kids outside all day just to play outside. Sure. In My creeks. dad forced me out that, out that door because <laughs> all I would do is try to play Toontown on his laptop. Okay. So, do you think that, like, I, I guess playing outside, playing in your own personal house wouldn't be a problem, but playing, like, down the road unsupervised and stuff nowadays, do you see that? Uh, I I don't agree with letting your kids go out and do whatever they want unless they're of a proper age. I, I never really grew up in an environment where I was just like, I can go out and ride my bike to town and go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac or whatever. Um, so I don't really have any experience with that. I didn't even really like going outside in general. I was kind of a shut in kid. I didn't have many friends when I was growing up, you know, I was still trying to figure out who I was. Middle school was coming up, and middle school is the worst time of your life. So, I I can't really I can't really relate to that, unfortunately. Okay. But I'm not I'm not really going to if I ever have a kid, I'm not going to let him go out and or her go out and you know do whatever they want until have they're you, of age have, where they can protect themselves. Have you are, are you familiar with Huntington? Uh. It's, I'm, I'm mostly familiar with, especially the city area I'm familiar with. Yeah. So when I was like 13, mm-hmm. no, hold on, let me think here. So we moved, mm, maybe like 14 or so. Uh, my friends and I would leave his house, my buddy that lived in town, he would leave his house and go skating around Huntington. Skating like? Skateboarding. Nice, okay. So, a 14-year-old, like, a group of teenagers uh, that would go out outside of the boundaries that we were told to go, to go skateboarding. So, we had a limit, like, a, a parameter that we could stay within, and we, we didn't do that. Of course, you're a rebellious skateboarding teenager. <laughs> so, think about Huntington. There was a documentary on Netflix recently about the drug epidemic that's going on here. Really? Uh, yeah. 
Yes. Is it called We Are Marshall? <laughs> no, no. Darn. Um, uh, as teenagers going through Huntington, like I couldn't even imagine my daughter being like just exploring the city herself at, at a young age. I guess more so for a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but for boys, still like I, I just don't see that being a thing where where kids just kind of can freely roam around without getting involved or getting put into situations that are potentially dangerous. Well, if you don't mind, I would like to tell you a little story. I was scared to roam around in my own school when I was in uh, seventh grade. I was, okay, fun story for everyone. Sit down, let, let Uncle Jordan tell you a story. So Jordan was, you know, in the bathroom. You know, he was doing his thing. He was taking a few minutes, whatever. Take that however you want. And I was sitting there, and this kid walks in. And, you know, I assume that they're just in there to do the same thing. And all of a sudden, I hear him say, Hey, kid, you got any stuff? <laughs> what? What? What is that? What? You got any stuff? Stuff? No. No, I don't have any stuff. See? Was that so hard to answer? And from the side, he kicks open my stall door. <laughs> so he exposes his shoe. Like, he, he sw- kind of, like, half roundhouse kicks the door in. And then walks out of the bathroom. <laughs> being the being the narc that I am, I recognized his shoes and was la- later oh, able nice. to identify him <laughs> and report him to the principal. Ah, that was a good time. Anyway, yeah, you get some crazy, <laughs> stupid stuff going on back in the rural uh, southeastern <laughs> Ohio. Uh, did your te- did the principal ask you if you had some stuff? I I told him <laughs> he asked me if I had any stuff and I don't have any stuff. All right, kid, you're you're no no use to me. Get out. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, movie movie on. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of these are actually kind of boring. One of uh, the next one is they went without cell phones. <laughs> Duh. We all did. Yeah. yeah, I think that that wasn't too long ago. Um. Oh, this is ago. a good one. So apparently in the nineties they let their kids ride in the front seat with like a car seat. Mm, no, that's that's highly that's illegal, I think. Uh it is now. So I I did notice um in Walmart the other day, I noticed uh that there was a truck and there was a car seat in the front of the truck, which I guess is the only place for a car seat. What? And I don't understand how that can be legal, but I that's your only means of transportation, then what else are you going to do? That that doesn't sound right. Why would you keep a car... Wait, you're keeping a... What kind of seat? A car seat? Car seat. For okay, okay. I thought you meant a like a, a stroller, like in the front seat. And I was picturing that and nothing clicked yes, in my Yes, the head. stroller was completely open. <laughs> and the kid was sitting in the front seat. And it was glorious. <laughs> Anything you see at Walmart is always glorious. I, I never <laughs> fail to go there and have one one either awkward encounter or see another weird encounter. And the mini rant. No, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on these kids who are asking me to donate to their cause. They can do whatever they want. Uh, but if I have to say no to these children, it makes me feel so bad. Especially because I don't carry <laughs> cash on me. Excuse me, would you like to donate to our cause? 
I'm oh. sorry, kid. I have no money on me. As you're have, walking to go I buy am something. a 22-year-old man living with my parents. I don't have any money. <laughs> Uh, alongside with, uh, they let their kids ride in the front seat. The next one is they left their kids in the car. So apparently this is a thing that happened in the nineties. It's, it's, I mean, there are obviously more car deaths back in the nineties than there are nowadays, especially yeah. since people can call out other people on the internet for leaving their kids in the car. And since you have cell phones, you can easily call the police. I've seen, sh- uh, no, okay, not so many, but I've seen a, a couple of occasions where there was a dog in a parking lot with all the windows up. And it was a hot day, so people called the police, and they had to come get right. the dog out. Because people don't care about anything. <laughs> no. But speaking as a parent, I've got to say, when you go to a gas station and you want to run in for just a minute, the hassle of having to get your kid out just to go into the gas station and run back out is a pain in the butt. I don't doubt you, but... Yes. Not saying, well, and, and I never have, and I never will leave my kid in the car by herself, but it's a pain in the butt, man. So I just, I mean, unless Jen's with me, I altogether just forego. I, I go to the drive-thru. I go to a drive-thru. If there's somewhere with a yeah, drive-thru, Yeah, I was about I'll to go. suggest that. Yeah. Like, if, what if the gas station has a drive-thru? Something well, nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Yo, but, can I get a can I get a cherry monster and some flaming hot Cheetos, please? I would have come inside, of, but you know, oh, I got yeah. the kid with me. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is fun. Keep talking about your life. I'm really okay. interested in this right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. This episode um, of Parent Quest: A young man realizes what a <laughs> uh, how old are you? Thirty. Yeah. What a thirty-year-old yeah, man. 30. How he lives his life with a wife and a child. Yes, and you can criticize and just talk about it and tell me. I'm tell not me criticizing it. it. I'm preparing myself. <laughs> uh, tips, tips for the younger crowd. Yes, thank you, everyone. I'm going to be asking Kyle all the really important questions that you ha- that you're all pondering right now. Maybe not some of the uh, the other questions that we'll we'll get to on a later episode. But like, so if you're raising a kid. How often does your child burst into your room and just hop on up and down in your bed and saying, Mom, Dad, get up, get up, get up? Uh, so I get off work one day during the week. And I'm off on the weekends for the most part. And my daughter will wake up 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning every time I'm at home. But when I'm not home... <laughs> She sleeps in until 9 or 10 o'clock. Oh, my word. So there's a catch-22. I'm flattered that she wants to get up and play with me early in the morning. But I want to sleep because I get up at 6.30 every morning. I get up. I provide six. for this household. <laughs> yeah. I should be able to sleep when I just please. Let me sleep. But it's so hard whenever she wakes up and, you know, she is just all cheerful and ready to play and ready to watch cartoons and stuff. Sure. It, it's difficult to say, go back to bed. Get out of my room, you kid. I'm daddy's <laughs> trying to sleep. Daddy needs his rest. <laughs> um, it's funny, reading through this list makes me think that a lot of this stuff is still normal where we live. What do you mean? Like, give like, an example. So the next one is, they let their kids walk around barefoot. <gasps> That's great. Actually, I, w- I don't know if I would allow that. Because, really? I mean, sure, you're trying to build up a tolerance for your child's foot or feet. But, I mean, you could get some serious injuries if you step on the wrong thing. Yeah, but where we live, it is 
the the majority of this area is more rural than it is like big time city. Although Where there you're are living a lot currently, of, yeah, gotcha. Oh, for uh, I guess there's also a lot of druggies in the area too. <laughs> And it's this kind of area where people hey, stick hey, their man, hands. You got, you got any stuff? You got any more of that stuff? You know it's what the, I'm what I'm looking for? I'm sure a lot of local parks have people have their like regular druggies that are there that do drugs. But our area for sure is known for having needles and stuff on the ground Yeesh. at parks. Yeah, don't want to let your kids step on any of those. Yeah. Um, although. I don't know. Jen Jen grew up walking around barefoot, and she can walk on gravel barefoot. And every time I step on gravel, like she could run on it. I like tiptoe across it. <laughs> Same, dude. It hurts. Ow! Ooh! Ow! My feet! Ow! My little feet! Oh, this hurts so much! Ouch! Ooh! Ow! No, I'm totally there with you, dude. Yeah. Um, and our daughter loves being barefoot. Like she kicks her shoes off all the time, even out in public. Like, I'm done. Be gone with these pieces of fabric which <laughs> lay upon my toe. She kicks her shoes off in the middle of Walmart and just starts walking around barefoot. And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding? Bowie, where are your shoes? You <laughs> kicked them off a while ago. Where did they go? Oh, we were uh, pots. <laughs> we were looking at the pots or the pot head. Uh, Same difference. Pots. Okay, let's go back and look at the pots, sweetie. Come on. Um, kids say the dumbest uh, things. And like this one, uh, goes hand in hand where we live. They let their kids ride in the back of a pickup truck. I've done that. Yeah, so have I. And I feel like people still do that now. Sure, especially in our. I mean, if the kids are way too young, then they shouldn't be doing that. But I mean, I did it when I was like fifteen, sixteen with my dad. On a couple of occasions. I mean, obviously not like sixty-four riding in the back of a truck. No. Down Route 2 or Route 7 or back roads and stuff. That mm-hmm. It's normal to see someone riding in the back of a truck here. Uh, especially younger people riding in the back of a truck. I mean, that's For what sure. hay rides are all about. Yeah, you I gotta mean, it's, ride it's in the back, back of the, the truck. Experience. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, they let their kids play with questionable toys. Define back questionable. Uh, Sockum boppers. Oh, I love those things. What are you talking about? Questionable items. They're balloons. <laughs> that encourages kids to punch each other with. Yeah, with protection. You're <laughs> teaching kids how to properly play while making it also fun. I hate you, but I can't punch you with my regular bony and fleshy fist, so I'm going to put on a huge piece of plastic filled with air and then punch you. Compromise. Know what I mean? Uh... So what happens when the sock and bopper is busted? Then the kids don't punch each other. They know, the, if, especially if there are siblings, they know if you punch each other, they're going to punch back. But if you do it with it, you know, balloons, then it's fun to get punched. They, but, I but, think, especially if you teach them at a young age, don't, don't hit someone if you don't want to get hit. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. That but, kind of, that philosophy. They build up a tolerance with the sock and boppers, which allows them to become tougher kids, which in reality allows them to take a punch like a man. Uh, and then yes, you have your, no. your children fight club going on. I don't know about that, but if, I mean, if they're doing it constantly, like they're starting to enjoy it too much, 
then I would probably take them away for a bit just to have them calm down. But, I mean, if I ever had, like, a pair of those, I would use it for five minutes and then get bored and go back to, you know, playing Toontown or it, watching Power Rangers. And I don't know if they still sell sock and boppers, but I am curious. They like, do. If they, do they? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was curious if they would advertise sock and boppers, like a toy that encouraged kids to fight mm, each other. I think, I, I mean, I've seen, no, they do. I've seen, I've seen one recently. When, like when I was flipping through uh, kids TV shows or I was watching Spongebob on Nickelodeon one day when I was not, uh, <laughs> when I didn't want to go through Amazon Prime to watch <laughs> Spongebob episodes. I think I saw an advertisement for those. They're not they're going out of style. I mean, I was just at a kid's, uh, like a first grade graduation party kind of thing recently. And he had oh. sock and boppers <laughs> and he was, you know, playing with his sister, punching each other. Cool. It was cute. It was fun. And that's then ten minutes later, he went to the water balloon. So, like, what's I don't ah, people, I, I, I don't know why that's controversial. Um, maybe it's just act of fighting. Eh. I don't know. Here's one that I think we can both agree on. Uh, and, and I felt like there was uh, some like supervision going on with it, but definitely not as much as there would be going on now. Uh, back in the '90s, parents would let their kids loose on the internet. Mm, no, I wouldn't do that. No, that is not <laughs> not a it's good a idea. Big rabbit hole. So speaking from experience, <laughs> I have seen too many things that I have wish I could unsee, and it's not just like you know, you know. I, I've seen something dirty on the internet. Of course, we've all seen something dirty on the internet. But like, read certain stories and people posting, you know, bad injuries that they've had. And, yeah, that's. Uh, that's... Go ahead. That's yeah. worse. See, it's funny because I work in surgery, but there's oh, yeah. still something <laughs> about seeing a video of someone breaking a bone that just then actually makes seeing me the broken cringe bone. every time. Yeah. Every time. Then actually being in surgery and being like, oh, that guy broke his leg. Mm. It's it's the action of seeing said thing happen. Yeah. the I guess the uh, trauma. But I, I still think... I, I don't think people were as involved or or paid attention to what their kids were looking at on the internet back in the 90s as they are now especially I mean, even in with... the 90s you couldn't really get access to the internet easily no you still had to do dial up you still had to <laughs> tell everyone in your household <laughs> tell everyone in your household uh nobody pick up the phone exactly going on the internet and uh, uh, if someone did pick up the phone and screwed up your connection, then you were done. You had to reset everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But nowadays, I mean, obviously, Chris Hansen's famous for doing To Catch Predator. Yeah. And I feel like there is... Oh, my kid just woke up. Hopefully, I'm not talking too loud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just so much stuff on the internet that is. that is not good for anyone. No. At all. Especially like even now I remember hearing about the dark web for the first time. For the first time. You're 30 years old and you're just now hearing about the dark no, no, web. No, no, no. Not, not now. I'm saying like it was, I mean, a few years ago or so whenever gotcha. it started becoming like this big thing on the internet and like, I don't know. It's just, it's dangerous. It is, it is. so dangerous. 
All right. Thank you oh, for listening. Okay, I thought, I, thought you were, I thought I lost a connection with you. No, I've actually actually I've uh I've done some research on the dark web and why it's called the dark web. You know, some YouTubers or uh, articles talking about, you know, what what lays in this deep trench that is the dark web. Well, for starters, the reason why you peruse the dark web and you have to use a specific browser to do that, you are actively using a uh, the browser is using a, a virtual private network, a VPN. So your IP address is not your computer's IP address. It's an IP address from who knows where. It could be from the Netherlands, from France, from Germany, from Belgium, etc. Your neighbor. And you're able to use, uh, or somewhere in the U.S., yeah, you're able to use that to browse otherwise unbrowsable sources. You can use it for finding guns, finding illegally stolen uh, uh, credit cards or IDs, getting fake IDs. Um, buying uh, drugs, buying illegal drugs. Uh, human trafficking is actually pretty uh, <clears throat> pretty common on there, and so is child pornography. Child, child pornography is a huge uh, issue that is currently being, uh, what's the word? Um, tr- not tracked, but like, you know, being taken into high, what's the word? Man, not consideration. Uh, 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 it's under, under radar. Yeah, especially since we're on a, a parenting podcast, I think this is important. If you're going to let your child browse the internet, make sure they're not using anything that involves messaging other people. Right. And there are a lot of websites out there that allow you to connect to a random any person on the internet, and most of the time, it's not family friend. Okay, ninety percent of the time, it is not family friendly. Right. So just be wary out there. There are a lot of crazy people out there who are wait stopping at nothing to harm your children like i said dangerous internet is so dangerous it uh, is compared to uh, what it was in the 90s and even in the 90s they had like chat rooms and stuff AOL, yeah messenger and i mean i'm sure there's a lot of that stuff that went on then but especially now it's like the 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 sky's the limit to what people have access to on the internet absolutely and i think a, a good way to avoid having your child uh, visit these websites rather than just, you know, forbidding them to visit the internet. The reason why these kids go onto these websites is because they have parental issues or they have social issues. So they go online to, you know, find someone to talk to about it. And they find some 40 year old guy who's pretending to be some 19 year old kid, just like in to catch a predator, then you end up with a really bad situation in your hands. So it's best to get a good relationship with your children and to be uh, uh, communicating with them and share share secrets, share share experiences with them. Let them know that they are not alone in their uh, the process of growing up and growing through um, you know preteen years, teenage years, and going through all these hormonal changes. You're right alongside with them. For someone that is uh, not a parent, it's, <laughs> it's pretty deep, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I've I've heard so many different uh, pieces of wisdom coming from so many different places. So <laughs> I I feel like I've picked up quite a bit of uh, experience from other people. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I think that might be the the most relatable thing on this list as far as things that parents did the '90s that they don't do now. Do right. now. So talk to their uh, children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Care about their kids. No. Uh, all right, Jordan. Well, I think that is 
kind of a good stopping point. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm totally down. That's that was a good that was a good uh, a talk through a good a good PSA if you will. What uh, where can people find you and tell them what you do for fun and uh, yep. <laughs> great great plug <laughs> um so right now uh my big my big thing right now is photography if you go onto instagram and go to jordan.tycurry i post a bunch of photos that i've been doing right now um excuse me for fun i also stream on mixer under the username tycurry so if you guys want to pop in and you know watching the stream sometime i'm still trying to set a few things up i'm i'm experiencing some issues with setting up the stream but i think i figured everything out and i should be ready to go and i also have a youtube channel also under the name ty curry uh where i my most recent videos i'm talking about how much i hate uh advertisements that you see on youtube or tv or whatever that you just you hate so much that it makes you question why why did this go th- why was this greenlit like the boost mobile ads the nationwide ads and uh, most recently the smule ads i hate the smule Anyway, so the, yeah, those, those are the places you can find me. You ever done local commercials? Because that would be awesome too. No, but I want to because <laughs> there are There's... so many good ones. It, the problem is it's hard to find uh, commercials that are aired on TV on YouTube without you know having to you know go through the process of recording it on your TV and then trying to transfer it to your computer or whatever to mm. make it the highest quality it can possibly be. Well, that is interesting, and I can vouch for your. Uh, videos that you do for YouTube. They are funny. Thank you. It's original, so I like it a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no one else is talking about these stupid advertisements, probably because people want to keep their advertisements. (laughs) Probably because they don't want to upset the bigger man. Welcome back to Raid Shadow... I think Raid Shadow Legends is my next uh, target. That would be fun. (laughs) Raid Shadow... Oh. Welcome back to Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, it's the thing that YouTubers promote, and it's all stupid. Yeah, garbage. Well, uh, we'll get you back on here in the future, I'm sure. Can't wait to be back. Later. Jordan, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Parent Quest. Things are different nowadays compared to parenting back then. And I think if you were to compare the 90s to the 80s, parenting would be completely different between the two uh, decades as well. And I feel like as we go into the year 2020 and 2020 through 2030... Parenting is going to be even more different then. Be sure to subscribe to Parent Quest on your favorite podcast platform to get all the latest episodes downloaded to your device. And feel free to send me a message uh, on Anchor. I encourage voice messages. You can communicate with me very easily through that way. You can ask me questions. You can promote your project that you're doing. Um, and you can relate an experience of you being a kid or relate an experience of being a parent uh, that we can discuss on the show. Also, check me out on Twitter, uh, at ParentQuestPod, um, Instagram and Facebook, ParentQuestPodcast, and feel free to email me at ParentQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening very much. And I can say with confidence... This quest has been completed. Say bye. Bye.